A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Dags för avsnitt nummer 35 utav Champagnepodden och jag tycker att det är helt otroligt att folk fortsätter att lyssna på mitt babbel och har gjort det under snart 35 avsnitt. Idag har jag med mig min kära sambo Jessica. Mm. Välkommen. Tack. Du har inte varit med under den här intervjun som Nej. jag har spelat in. Det har jag inte, men jag var under besöket. Precis, och eh, idag så kommer vi få lyssna på en intervju som jag gjorde via telefon med Oliver Krug. Vi trodde att vi skulle få träffa honom nere i Champagne, men det gjorde vi inte. Nej, vad var det han gjorde? Han var iväg bortrest på någonting. Ja, precis. Han reser ju väldigt mycket, så att han, var, han var bortrest helt enkelt. Eh, jag ska inte babbla för mycket innan intervjun. Jag kan säga att eh, vi kör det här avsnittet osponsrat- är det någon som är intresserad av att sponsra podden så får ni jättegärna höra av er till martin.champagnesweden.se Och jag skulle vilja tacka Kristina Eriksson på Moetennessy i Stockholm för möjligheten att få göra den här intervjun och även för att hon ordnade fina besöket hos Krig. Så Kristina, tack så hemskt mycket. Otroligt, otroligt roligt att få besöka Krig och jag hoppas att jag får göra det igen. Men vi gör så att vi rullar intervjun. So it's time for another episode of the Champagne Podcast. And with me by phone, I have Olivier Krug. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for inviting me. How are you? I'm very, very good. I'm in between two trips, as my life is very much uh, between uh, Champagne, Vineyard, and the market. This time, I'm coming back home from the um, United States. I had a very long trip that took me to California, Texas, and New York. I saw you're quite uh, active on social media, so I, I can see your updates from uh, all the tastings all, all over the world. Yes. It's very nice that you, you share them with us. Thank you very much. I think it's very important to keep in touch with Krug lovers and social media are very good help for that. Yeah, but before we, we start to get into details, maybe uh, for the ones who don't know who you are, uh, could you tell us a little bit uh, about yourself? I am Olivier Krug. I was born at Krug in the Krug family 50 plus years ago. I started life with a few drops of Krug on my lips which is a very good way to start life, despite I forgot my first Krug. And you know that most people remember their first Krug. This is why I rely on you to tell me how your first Krug was. My job is to be at the same time a member of the testing committee, which I joined 29 years ago when my grandfather was still a member. And despite I am not a winemaker, I am the only one not to be a winemaker, I, I still contribute to, um, to the testing committee. And my other hat is to travel the world, to meet the crew lovers, to talk about crew, to open bottles, to share, to listen, and to enjoy. And you're, you're, you're the sixth uh, generation? Yes, I am. Are you born in Rance, or are you living in Rance, or do you live somewhere else now? I was I was born in Reims, uh, 200 meters from uh, the Krug cellar, so I was almost born at Krug, and yes. I am still living in Reims. Okay, and is it the same uh, location where the Krug cellar has its uh, location right now? It is exactly the same. I am calling you from my desk, which used to be my dad's desk, so I've known that desk for 50 years. 
I'm glad to be part of um, this uh, outstanding uh, maison, which is a very, very uh, special maison in uh, in um, in Champagne. Of course, I am not the the only one. We have a wonderful team. One of the best uh, leaders being Eric Lebel, the cellar master, who's been with us for more than 20 years now. And I think what is interesting with this maison is that it all started with the dream of one man, Joseph Krug. And his idea was to create a, a champagne that could be a prestige cuvée every year. Yes. And he created a type of champagne that did not exist, which we recreated every year for 172 years. Yes. And we have never been copied. So this is what makes Krug extremely original in the world of champagne. When you talk about Grand Cuvée, which was the dream of Joseph Krug, you are talking about a, a type of champagne that you don't find elsewhere. You said that you have never been copied, but uh, of course that's because it's so hard to to make a copy of the champagne. For the ones who, who don't know about Krug uh, Grand Cuvée, maybe you can tell the listeners uh, about the job that you put into to the blending of the champagne because it's quite uh, amazing i think i think the the birth the birth of krug was um, was very um, original mind you 170 years ago champagne you had two types of champagne you had vintage or non vintage yes. which means that you could only offer the very best in some specific years vintages and joseph krug he disagreed with that despite yes. All came from nature because it's decided by the climate. He said, I don't want the climate to dictate when I make a great champagne. So I'm going to create a type of champagne that will aim to offer the very best quality every single year. Of course, that was crazy. That was impossible on the paper. And he did. And of course, he had to change or to find some ways to um, find the right elements, ingredients every year. And at, at Krug, we have this little diary, which he wrote in 1848 for his son, because his son was only six years old. So Joseph wanted to make sure that his son one day could carry on. And the first thing he said in his diary was, one cannot make a good wine without using good elements from good origin. He was obsessed by the individuality. Yes. While m most people think that champagne is made from Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, Pinot Meunier, and that we only have three ingredients, these grapes come from different villages, and there are more than 300 villages in Champagne. They even come from different plots, and there are 275,000 different plots in, in Champagne. So in theory, we could have 275,000 different ingredients to make Champagne. Yes. So Joseph, he said that every ingredient should be uh, treated, vinified, tested, judged as an individual ingredient, even when they were both Pinot Noir coming from the same village and the same grower. If you have two plots, there must be a difference. And this is a major difference between Krug and all other champagnes, this very first line of his diary. One cannot make good wines without good elements from good origin. Yeah. So Krug is obsessed by this individuality. The beauty with the with the Grand Cuvée, I think, all the complexity and, uh, yes. and to know that it comes from so many different uh, blendings, so many different barrels, so many different wines. Eric Lebel is currently uh, finalizing the, um, the the creation of the 173rd edition of Cru Grand Cuvée, based on the recent crop which was 2017. So we've, we've been testing, and he's been testing with his testing committee almost every day, every week, several times a week since November. Yes. Eric, in front of him, he had something which is between three and 4,000 testing knots. And of course, there is no recipe because what Eric wants to recreate is the music of Krug. But every year, he's given different instruments. So he will have to find in 2017 the instrument that he wishes to invite in the Grand Cuvée. And those that 2017 has not offered, he will get from the reserve wine. This is why every blend of Krug, Grand Cuvée, is a blend of 120, 180, sometimes different elements, yeah. ranging through 10, 12 different years, sometimes 25 years old back. 
Yes. And I like to I like to say that it takes 25 years to craft a bottle of Concubi. You said the 170 second was just blended, and it it will reach the market in uh, seven or eight years, something. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And uh, how many people are involved in the blending process? Are you also involved uh, in the process? To yes, the, the, the testing committee is, um, is uh, built around Eric and uh, Julie, because Julie heads uh, the, um, the winemaking team at Krug. Uh, and, and she's a young woman in her early uh, 40s. And around them, they have three other winemakers. So we have a full-time team of five winemakers, plus Maggie, who is the CEO of Krug, and myself when we are not traveling. So it's always between five and seven people testing. It's a very long uh, process. And I think that be besides the individuality, I think what people have to um, keep in mind when we make Krug, of course, is this art of blending, which is not... Um, Krug is not the only one to have the art of blending in Champagne, but this, this art at Krug is pushed at a level which is just uh, unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And of course, the last step is patience because it takes seven, eight years, as you said, and sometimes 10, 12 years to release a bottle of Krug. And uh, you described it a little bit uh, like an orchestra creating music in different uh, area. And uh, I was uh, fortunate to visit Krug two weeks ago. Oh, we had a good. wonderful visit there, and uh, we were tasting Grand Cuvée 160th edition and 164, yes. and then Lucky we man. had uh, yeah, and then we had the 04 vintage. Uh, all of them, of course, lovely. But what I found very, very interesting and unique during the tasting was that we listened to specific music tasting the different cuvées. Yeah. Who, who started that project and uh, what's your we, idea yeah. behind it? We believe there is, a, there is a musicality while testing Krug. Very often people who are not champagne specialists, they talk and they express their emotion and very often they compare to music. And once we heard... Um, uh, Eric Beaumard, he's a very famous sommelier in Paris at Georges V Hotel, and he was um, he was serving a table next to us, and the way he was describing each wine was with musical words. He said, "So if you take this um, this champagne, it will be like a symphony of Bach because." Uh, so we decided to investigate. And to make that long story short, we, we found out that um, um, there was a musicality in all the champagnes. And we also found out that listening to music while tasting was bringing more to the tasting experience. So we decided, we decided to, um, to invite some musicians from any kind of uh, music, from uh, classic to jazz, uh, hip-hop, opera, singers, etc. And we asked each of them to taste the champagne and to, to give what now is the equivalent of a playlist for each of the champagne. Mm -hmm. So when you test Krug, you can go to the, the Krug.com or you can use the Krug Appli. And yes. for each of the champagne you are testing, you will find our recommendation for music pairing. Also, when we talk about the technical aspects, you have uh, the Krug ID. For how long time have you been working with the Krug ID? I think six, um, six, seven years. So the, the Krug ID is a number which is on the back of each of the bottles. And this number is specific to a, a lot of bottles, uh, a, a small lot within the bottles. And this number will allow people to get the story of their bottle. So if you um, Google the Krug ID number or if you go to the Krug uh, through the Krug uh, appli, you get the full story of your bottle. I think this is a bit uh, geeky on the technical side, but this is fascinating for those people who want to enter the details. If you go through uh, the story of your 163rd edition, you will see that there are 182 different wines, uh, ranging through 11 uh, different years, the youngest one being 2-7, uh, the oldest one being 1990. You have all the explanation from Eric Lebel, our cellar master, telling you uh, what he had in mind when he recreated this specific edition. You have some recommendation on service, yeah. uh, what kind of temperature, what kind of glasses, and of course you get uh, food pairings, and I think the icing on the cake is when you get the music pairing, because this yeah. is what uh, is the most exciting for, for people. Yeah, we, we have to 
Yes, we have to keep in mind that drinking champagne is about pleasure and no one needs to be a technician. Like when you go to the opera, you don't need um, or concerts, you don't need to know which instrument is playing which role. You go because you love the harmony, you love what you feel and what you hear. And most of the people have no clue how to play an instrument. And I think this is the same for, 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 for champagne. People don't need to know before they test. They have to follow their senses. When I host uh, tastings, it's very easy for me to go into Krug ID and find out uh, a lot of information about the champagne. Uh, yes. But but since uh, since my visit, um, I'm actually I'm going to have a Krug tasting the fifth of uh, of uh, April. Yes. So maybe I will add the music to the tasting. That would be a great idea, and let us know. I think you will see it. It's fantastic. Yeah. What, I su- what I suggest usually is to have a sip of um, Krug. Yes. Close your eyes if you want and listen to the music of Krug, i.e. you just follow what you have in your mouth, mm. what you feel. And then you can have a second sip a few minutes later, and you add the music. And you will see that in most cases, for most people, you will have you will feel even more than what you had without the music, mm. which is the evidence that music brings to the testing experience. It's yeah. much more than a good mood. It, there is a scientific explanation uh, behind the music uh, experience. Oh, I will definitely try it. I think there will be only one problem when the, the participants uh, close their eyes because uh, when you have a glass of Krug in front of you, you want to protect it from others. <laughs> <laughs> So no one steals it from me. But if I if I may, when you have a, a glass of Krug in front of you, you are sitting with the right people, so they will not steal your glass. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You talked a little bit about glasses, and you have this uh, because I follow you on Instagram. You have the hashtag No Flute. Oh yes. And uh, you started. I think you started the hashtag, didn't you? Yes, I started this um, this hashtag because I was desperate uh, to see that some people are still using flutes for great champagne. And I think a, a flute for great champagne is like going to the opera with earplugs. You miss everything. And this is so sad. So I'm starting trying to convert people that a great champagne would be even more enjoyable in a proper glass. We design um, we design um, a glass at at Krug which we call the Joseph as a tribute to um, to Joseph Krug the, the founder yes. and we believe this this glass is a um, is a perfect uh, format for for our grand cuvee. Yes. We recently designed a glass to uh, to pair with um, with Krug rosé, especially when you have Krug rosé while you are uh, eating because I believe Krug rosé is a perfect uh, match for food and. If you don't have these glasses, I would recommend to have a, um, a white burgundy glass, yes. and that will that will make the thing. Yeah, I, I like actually I like to use the the Pinot Noir uh, glasses from uh, from Riedel. Yeah, that's a good nice. one too. Yeah. Since '89, how has the the Krug brand <coughs> evolved since you started? When I started in '89, my dad uh, um, kept me a few weeks to tell me what he was doing because I had no crew. Yeah. So he tra- he trained me on crew, the process, the testing, the different champagne, etc. And then he said, "You have to learn from the crew lovers. You have to learn from the market." And maybe because I talk too much and I make too much noise, he sent me on the other side of the world to a very very small market then, which is Japan. Yeah. And Japan was like the 20th uh, market of Krug in terms of size. Yeah. So I went to I went to Japan, and one of the major changes in the last 25 years is the fact that Japan became the biggest Krug market in the world from scratch. So I think this is a this is a big a big change. And Japan, as you know, is a country where people are almost among the most sophisticated uh, drinkers. They, they care about um, the way they serve the champagne, they care about the food matching, they care about the history, they are pleasure seekers, they don't collect. So everything we sell is sold through restaurants or, um, or specific bars for, for champagne. Yeah. So it's a, it's a fantastic uh, market. We have uh, crew lovers um, everywhere. So this, 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 this is a big change in the last 25 years. 
And I think the um, other big changes were, on one side, what Eric Lebel did with um, the vineyard, because when he came to Krug, he realized that uh, the growers were keeping some specific plots for, for Krug, yep. but it was not formalized. So over the last 20 years, he has formalized, uh, he has formalized a lot uh, this relationship with uh, the growers and working uh, in a very, very close way with them we, because we believe that we are not only buying their grapes, we, are, we, we have a responsibility that goes to, to the, the vineyard itself. So we have this very unique relationship, uh, lots of details. And the last thing which uh, I think is a huge change is what um, digital world and social media, but I would say digital world, has brought to um, what I call a luxury brand because the relationship now is very, very close. The issue when you sell uh, champagne is that we are, we are far from, um, from the consumers, the people who drink it. Because if I if I ship to your country, yeah. I have to um, to go through uh, importer. I have to go through um, in some countries through the monopoly, through yeah. distributors, wholesalers, and then when I am in a restaurant, I still have to go through sommelier, etc. So if someone, um, a young consumer, is in front of a bottle of Krug, there is a chance that no one can explain what it is. Yes. And not not even explaining, but there is a chance that no one can help mm. or advise or make sure that we have the... Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The proper glasses that we have, uh, the, the right speech that uh, Krug is not too intimidating, etc. In the past, we were relying only on these people to talk about Krug and few super well-known experts. And that was very, very intimidating. What I see today is that the world is starting to learn. When I do my testing, when I do my master classes, every time they are a bit open to the public, my room is full of young people. And young people who care a lot, they want to know, they want to learn, they want to feel, they want to go into the music, etc. And I think thanks to the digital and the social media, now we have a, a, almost a direct access to the people when they want to talk Krug. You find Krug, you just, you Google Krug, you go to uh, the Krug uh, Facebook, the Krug uh, website, uh, you, you ask uh, Olivier Krug, you, it goes very, very fast. And I love this idea because uh, uh, I remember when I joined Krug, Krug was very intimidating. Some people were even saying, you know, Krug, you have to access. No, 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 I fully disagree. Krug is about pleasure and Krug has to be accessible. And I think um, the, the social media has uh, given an accessibility to to Krug, and this is this is fantastic because we have um, we have more young people coming to Krug, more enthusiasts behind the house and what we do, and of course I love this energy. And it's quite different uh, to to other champagne brands because um, I there's very I, I think it's very few brands that work uh, with social media. They work with internet. Uh, interacting with uh, their consumers and uh, 
but, but I we, think we really, really have something different there. Thank you very much. I think Krug is a very contemporary uh, house, probably uh, one of the most uh, contemporary and luxurious uh, house. We are all into details, but we are we are we are accessible. You know, our our clients they call themselves Krug lovers. Yes. They are not customers or consumers or drinkers. They are Krug lovers. They have Krug in their glass because they love Krug. And if they don't know Krug, most probably they will love Krug. And they will tell me, oh, Olivier, let me tell you what I felt. That was my first Krug. And that is this relationship we want to, um, to, to, to cultivate. And you know what? This was the dream of my ancestor 175 years ago. He said, I love champagne so much. I owe my clients every year the best possible experience. And this is what Krug has been doing. You were, you were mentioning you had the 164th edition of Grand Cuvée. What does it mean? It means you had the 164th time in a row that Krug offered a prestige cuvée. Isn't it outstanding? Yeah, it is. That's what Krug is all about. I think this, this would be a tricky question for you. Um, and, uh, of course, you answer if you want, but... Uh, the times when you don't drink Krug, what what would you drink? Do you have any other champagnes that you like? If I if I want to drink um, if I want to drink uh, champagne myself, I will always drink Krug. Yes, because this is this is exactly <laughs> what champagne for me should be. It should be the I love this fullest expression of champagne. Of course, there are some uh, other champagne which I, I like. I'm very uh, open-minded. Um, and I like uh, I like some great champagne which are made by uh, Maison and sometimes by some some of the very excellent growers in Champagne. But honestly, uh, with this other champagne, maybe I will get what I, I expect to get from a, a wine, something which is a specific story. But I don't always get the vibration which I have with Krug, the fullness I have with Krug. And otherwise, I like to drink wines from um, all over the um, all over the world. Yeah. And I think I think I had, uh, if I look at my last week, I had probably uh, some of the best wine from uh, every continent in the world. So I'm very very open-minded with wine. Yeah, I, I was very jealous uh, looking at your Instagram. It, it looked last lovely. Last week was a good week. <laughs> yeah, but uh, how, how many days do you travel uh, every year? I think I probably travel around um, 80, 100 days a year. Yeah. And when I do, when I don't travel, I meet uh, I meet uh, Krug lovers. Today I will meet uh, three different groups of Krug lovers at Krug yeah. because I think it, it's important that uh, we we meet people, we talk to the audience because we make Krug for them. And but and but are you are you satisfied? Uh, do you like to travel around? Uh, yes, I uh, yes I, I I do. I'm very satisfied. It's always uh, it is uh, of course sometimes it is tiring, uh, long days, uh, lots of nights. But it is so exciting, so fascinating. So many uh, lovers and of course I have uh, the best uh, wife and family. So when I am back home, this is fantastic. And what do you do to to keep yourself uh, healthy and to to? <laughs> this is to... a mystery. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I guess that you 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 have to eat very well and you have to exercise. I, I eat, you travel I, a lot. And I don't even know myself. I don't exercise a lot, but as, as you can hear from my voice, I have a lot of energy. So maybe this is my way to exercise. I go yeah. on stage and I, I give everything I, I can. Uh, I can. Uh, I can offer, and of course, when I'm back home, I will have uh, probably this week will be my um, my vegetable diet for sure. Okay, okay. I have a few more uh, questions for you. Maybe this one also is it's hard to answer. But uh, do you have any favorite uh, cuvées or favorite vintages from Krug, or uh, is uh, is everybody uh, or all the cuvées no, your favorite? For me, for me, they are all about um, they are all the the, the the family for sure. Sometimes, to be completely honest. I love to open a bottle of Grand Cuvée, which when it has been aged uh, a little bit more, I think after two or three years, it's, uh, it is even, uh, even greater. An old Grand Cuvée is an incomparable experience because Grand Cuvée ages 
as well, if not better than the vintages. The fact that we brought to Grand Cuvée the addition on the label will probably help people to start uh, putting aside some bottles of Grand Cuvée and drink in, um, in the future. We had uh, in the Monopoly, uh, I think they changed now, but uh, when I bought a couple of bottles, it was the 164th edition. Yes. And I felt that this is a great champagne, but it needs uh, time. So I, I put it away, and then uh, I'll drink something else uh, in between. If you do it well, in few years, you will still put away your Grand Cuvée, but the, something else will be older Grand Cuvée, so you will always be drinking Crook. Yes, I will always be drinking, and I've always been putting uh, some bottles away. Thank you very much. At the same time. <laughs> and for, my, for the tasting that I'm going to have, we're going to try the 04 vintage. And that's the vintage that's uh, available right now in, in... No, not in Sweden, actually. Oh, I think it is. It should be. It came not to through. Sweden because... Yes, it came because I came last of October or November yep. and I introduced it. Yeah, yeah. Very, very limited uh, uh, quantities. Uh, everything but, is very limited, which yeah. is unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, are you allowed to reveal which vintage going to come after the 04? Oh, I will leave you the surprise. When when you started uh, working at at Krug, when you started your career at, at Krug, I guess that the production was uh, quite uh, smaller than it is right now. No, it was more or less the same. It, it's more or less the same. Uh, yes. The fourth. Uh, okay. So I, I guess I guess that it's gonna uh, keep on being a mystery uh, of uh, how many bottles that are produced in the Krug cellars. It is not, a, it is not a, a mystery. Usually what I say is uh, we are around 0.2% of champagne. So I, yes. I will let you uh, calculate. I'm, yes. not, I'm, not allowed to, I'm not allowed to give figures because when you give figures, it becomes like a financial communication and we are not allowed uh, for legal reasons. Yeah, to, give, uh, to give this, this, uh, this financial number, but the size of Krug is very small. And if you want to know something, the Grand Cuvée 164 you are drinking yeah. is probably the, the, the smallest edition we've been producing for 30 years. That's interesting. That's, uh, now, now I want to keep it even more. Uh, <laughs> yes. About the future for Krug, uh, how do you see uh, the uh, Krug in, in uh, let's say, 30 years? I think um, the future for Krug um, or the, the midterm is to work on, um, on the distribution of Krug. As I said before, we need to be closer and closer to the audience and to the market. I think the future for Krug is to go even um, one step further or, or in terms of a relationship with the growers because, uh, because this is where the quality comes from. We, we have climate change. Even if in the very short term, maybe in the next 20, 30 years, we believe or we hope that we should have more or less the same climate as far as Champagne is concerned, there is a question mark. So I think we have a responsibility to make sure that we, we monitor more and more what we are doing in the vineyard with care. I think this is one of the future for, for, for Krug. Sounds, sounds nice. And I have to thank you a lot for sharing so much uh, on the Instagram. And uh, I have to recommend all the listeners to go and, and follow you. Uh, what's your Instagram name? My Instagram name is at Krugerly. So it's at Krugerly. It all, it all started with a nickname. And during two or three years, no one knew that it was me. And I remember last year, I was having a tasting in Reims with uh, some um, Krug lovers from Sweden. And yes. someone asked me, hey, do you know who Krugoli is? He seems to be extremely well informed of what's happening at Kruger. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I recommend everybody to, to go and, and follow you and also uh, to, if they haven't tried Kruger, they have to try it and uh, go into the website, tap in the, the Kruger ID and also listen to the music. Absolutely, I was going to say, don't forget to listen to the music and then you can have food. So the first sip is on its own, the second sip will be with music, and the third sip, you, whether you can have another kind of music, because of course everyone will have a different opinion, that's a fun with music, and then you, you can have a food because Krug Match is, uh, is so versatile that it can match food very, very well. Thank you so much for uh, being in Thank the podcast. You.
Uh, thank you, Martin, for being such a champagne lover. Thank you, thank you. I will, I will definitely keep on uh, drinking champagne and, all, of course, Krug. And talk to you very soon, I hope. And yes. hello to all my friends who love Krug and champagne in Sweden. All the okay. best to you. Cheers. Så där, då var intervjun klar och jag måste säga att det är skitsvårt att göra en intervju via telefon. I nyktert tillstånd, för jag har första podden tror jag som inte konsumerades någon champagne. Ja, och det är lite konstigt med tanke på att det är champagnepodden. Ja, det, det är jäkligt dåligt. Och <laughs> det, vi får säga, jag kan ha champagne. Nej, jag tror inte. Den har varit iväg på en USA-resa och... Hade kommit hem så att han sa att han skulle köra vegetable diet. Okay. <laughs> Men han dricker ju kryg alltid när han dricker champagne. Mm. Och jag, jag kunde nästan önska att jag gjorde det också. Verkligen. Mm, och vi dricker inte ens kryg idag. Nej, tyvärr. Nej, det var lite tråkigt. Vi, vi hade inte tillräckligt med sponsorer helt enkelt. <laughs> för, för att kunna köpa in kryg Men vi har ju eh, Vi dricker ju en eh, vövklikor och se mm. Vad tycker du om den? Den är jättebra för att någon vintage Tycker jag ja. Kanonbra tycker jag också Den har fått tror jag ett och ett halvt år ungefär på korken mm. eh, Så att eh, Ja Vövklikor och se eh, 499 kronor på systembolaget eh, Har nummer 8269 vad säger du för prisvärdighetspoäng? Jag har redan satt ut mitt. Jag skulle säga... Ja, kanske 89 av 100. Ja, jag satte 88 av 100. Mm. Kanske att den här flaskan som vi har just nu att den är lite bättre. Men jag tror att köper man den på bolaget så är den kanske inte fullt så bra som den här flaskan är nu. Man vet inte. Nej, men den här var väldigt god faktiskt. Den var väldigt god. Men ska vi ta och öppna en flaska till? Och då har vi ju självklart riggat här med bara produkter ifrån LVMH-gruppen, alltså Louis Vuitton Moët Hennessy. Nu öppnar vi en Moët Chandon, Rosé Imperial. Så att Moëts årgångslösa Rosé. Ja, länge sedan jag drack den. Mm. Vi dricker ur stora Ridel Veritas Pinot Noir New World Cupor och... Oliver Kryg var ju väldigt noggrann med att säga att champagne ska konsumeras ur stora glas. De, hade ju, de har ju tagit fram egna glas hos Kryg just för deras kampanjer. Men annars så rekommenderar han att dricka från vita borgonjkupor. Nu när vi ändå pratar om glas så skulle jag vilja rikta ett stort tack till Ridel som har varit med och sponsrat mina non vinter challenge provningar Vi har fått låna provningsglas därifrån och stort tack till Jane. Otroligt snällt att vi fick låna glas och att vi får prova champagne ur riktiga glas. Det är väldigt kul faktiskt för det är många deltagare på provningarna som har testat lite glasprovning hemma själva och upplever att det är väldigt stor skillnad på glas. Ja, det är det. Vilket det är också, men det är kul. Det är kul. Vi borde ha en glasprovning snart. Ja, men ska vi prata lite om besöket hos Krygg? Mm. Mm. Absolut. Vi körde i ganska god tid. Vi hade varit hos Margie innan. Mm. Det var ju ett tag som vi var där. Och sen så hade vi lite svårt att hitta. Fast vi hade adressen. Jag vet inte vad som hände där riktigt. Nej, det var väl jag som var dålig kartläsare kanske. Ja, det var något sånt. Vi vet inte vad vi ska skylla på. Men vi hittade ett slut och fick ju en otrolig visning. Ja, det var magiskt. Otroligt vackert där. Mm. Välordnat. Ja, det kändes ju som att det var, det var genomarbetat Absolut. rakt igenom. Och eh, Kryg befinner sig i Rens för de som inte eh, kanske lyssnat på hela podden eller som inte kan engelska. Mm. Och vi provade lite champagne. Eller vi ska säga innan vi provade champagne var vi ju nere i källan. Mm. Och de var ju väldigt noggranna med att vi fick inte fotografera skyltarna. Nej, precis. Man får fotografera ner i källan men inte skyltarna som talar om vilka kuver som kommer. Precis. Så att vi vet ju vilka kuver som kommer. Men eh, det ska jag absolut inte berätta för då tror jag inte att jag får komma ner de där källorna igen. Nej, det är dumt. Ja. Vi håller det hemligt helt enkelt. Men det var fina källor. Mm. De hade ståltankar från var Alfa Laval. Mm, De använde ju nästan enbart ekfat men... De ståltackarna som fanns tror jag var från Alfa Laval. Mm, så att vi har svenskt stål <laughs> i krygkuven, vilket vi kan vara väldigt stolta över. Ja, verkligen. Men vad tar du med dig från provningen hos krygg? Vi provade ju Q2 
QV, alltså Grand QV 164. Mm. Den som är med 08-basen. Och sen fick vi prova lite bakåt i tiden så var 160. Och sen provade vi deras Vintage 04 som är den årgången som ligger ute nu. Mm. Nej, alltså det som var mest, eh, vad säger man det som eh, särskilde sig mest av alla provningar jag varit på är att vi fick lyssna på musik samtidigt som vi provade ja, det var kul, mm, det var jättekul det var, det var väldigt spännande mm, och var... de krämade ju på rätt rejält på volymen där mm. eh, och hon som, nu kommer jag inte ihåg vad hon hette som hade provningen, hon var jätteduktig och jag var nästan sugen på när hon, när hon blundade att jag skulle hälla upp lite mer champagne <laughs> men, men... typiskt dig Ja, men det var ju inget problem att få lite påfyllning sen Nej, efteråt. Nej, absolut inte. Nej, men det var ju jätteefterprovning. Mm. Faktiskt. Ja. Och fina provnings- eller fint provningsrum. Vi ska väl säga till lyssnarna också att Kryg är ju ett stängt hus. Så att ni kan inte bara komma och knacka på dörren. Som Oliver Kryg sa så är de ju väldigt, väldigt måna om de här som de kallar för Kryglovers. Mm. Och det verkar som att det är en ganska ung... Målgrupp. Ja, en ung skara som, mm. för, som är kryglovers. Som älskar kryg, dricker kryg och, och gärna pratar med andra personer som dricker kryg. Mm. Vi får du... åka dit igen. Ja, men gärna. Det vore jättetrevligt. Ja. Va, har du provat kampanjen? Nej, ska vi skåla med det vi har glaset? Ja, vi skålar. Vi skålar med Moët eh, Imperial Rosé. Skål. Ja, det är roligt att få... Att få liksom, eh, spontant recensera någon champagne som mm, rakt av. Det är en god champagne. Eh, men den är väldigt tunn i jämförelse med eh, Vöklikon. Mm. Otroligt. Det är en stor skillnad. Men välgjord. Eh, Vad kostar den? Den här kostar eh, 439 och har nummer 7598. Mm. Snygg flaska. Ja, verkligen. Eh, vi kan ju vänta med att sätta betyg på den. Ja, den får stå lite glas. Den får stå till sig lite. Men vi hade ju en krygprovning eh, hemma sen. Mm. Efter att vi hade varit hos krygg. Som så, du var med på också. Ja, så roligt att få prova en klåd med mm, Du har fortfarande inte betalt för den. Nej. Du får göra det sen. Jag jobbar ju nu. Ja, precis. Ja, precis. ja det är det här. Ja. Du, du tar betalt. Du är faktiskt min enda poddgäst som, som tar betalt här. Mm, jag vet. Mm. Jag, är, jag är ändå imponerad över att du ställde upp idag. Eh, trots att vi bara öppnade två flaskor champagne. Vi har ingen... Och ingen krig. Nej, precis. Vi har ingen skark eller någonting sånt heller. Nej. Men det är bara för eftersnack. Exakt. Man kan inte begära för mycket. Nej, det kan inte jag. Men eh, vad tyckte du om krygprovningen? Nej, det var jätteroligt att få ställa dem emot varandra. Kan inte du berätta vilka vi hade? Ja, absolut. Ja. <laughs> Innan vi, vi berättade så ska jag säga att eh, efter intervjun så fortsatte jag prata lite grann med Oliver Kryg. Och eh, då fick jag lite tips om hur jag skulle genomföra provningen. Ja. Och då så sa han att först så börjar du med Grand QV 164, vilket vi gjorde, mm. och lyssnade på musiken. Och då ville han ju att man skulle förklara att, att de är väldigt noggranna med att varje by och varje vingård ska liksom ha sin del i kuven. Mm. Och, och det kommer ju från massa olika vingårdar. Så himla bra. Jättebra. Det som jag blev lite förvånad över sen var att han ville att vi skulle köra Claude Menillen på direkten efter den. Och visa hur det smakar när man tar druvor från ett år och en vingård. Mm. Eh, och vad tyckte du? Vi hade ju Claude Menil 2000. Jag önskar att jag hade haft mer i glaset. Ja, det gjorde jag också. <laughs> jag var lite nervös när jag skulle hälla upp den faktiskt. Vi kör ju inga mätglas eller sådär. Nej, men du, du har bra koll på det där. Du är ja. duktig. Men det var ju magiskt. Det var jättekul att få prova. Ja, men jag hade förväntat mig lite mer kanske. Men jag tycker ändå den var så god. Jag vet inte exakt vad en sån här flaska ska kosta. Runt 10 000 någonting. Och jag hade väldigt låga förväntningar. Mm. Jag, jag tänkte att det här är en, en champagne som verkligen... Den kommer ju vara bra, absolut. Det kommer inte vara värt 10 000. Och det tyckte jag inte heller när jag Nej. provade den. Har man de pengarna så kanske det är värt det. Men jag tyckte att den var väldigt, väldigt bra. Mm. Det, det förvånade mig inte att den var bra. Men det förvånade mig att den var så pass bra. Mm. Så det var kul. kul. Första gången jag dricker den och förhoppningsvis inte sista. Men, men du har ju, vill du berätta det här själva... Du har ju en förkärlek för 
Kryg Claude Menil 90. <laughs> Frågan är varför jag har det här från första början. Ja, du har inte provat den, men du är ju född 90. Ja. Och eh, du har ju sagt att istället för en förlovningsring mm. så vill du ha en Kryg Claude Menil 90. Så om jag ska fria till dig så känns det som att jag borde köpa den här flaskan relativt snart. För att den kommer ju bara bli dyrare och dyrare. Exakt. Eh, och... och om du skulle ångra dig och inte vilja fria... Så har du ändå flaskan. Ja, du har en god flaska att dricka. <laughs> ja. ja, så om det är någon som har en till salu så kan ni höra av er till mig. Hör inte av er till Jessica så att hon får reda på någonting bara. <laughs> Men, och efter det så gick vi vidare och provade på provningen då. Kryg 04. Mm. Trevlig. Tog vi no- just det, 04 för 02. Precis, mm. först 04, trevlig. Och sen Aha. provade vi 02. Mm. Stram, jättebra. Mm. Och sen så provade vi en 80-talare. Alltså en Grand Cuvée 80-tal. Mm. Som också var jättebra. Ja, jätte. Alltså den utvecklades mycket glasar ja, otrolig utveckling glasar ja. Sen avslutade vi med en Kryg Rosé 90-tal. Ja, ja shit vilken provning alltså. Ja, den var bra. Egentligen så var det meningen att vi skulle prova eh, Kryg 03 också. För att jag hade en sån flaska hemma men jag hittade inte den. Så att jag var helt säker på att Jessica hade druckit upp den i smyg. Alltså det är så oklart att du, tyck- eller att du trodde att jag hade druckit upp den. Ja, jag trodde att du hade druckit ja, upp den i jag smyg. Sa jag sa i alla fall att jag inte hade druckit upp den. Nej. Och att den var här någonstans bland alla flaskor. Ja, och jag gick igenom varenda låda, hela vinkylen. Mm. Ehm, jag hittar den inte. Var hittar du den sen då? Jag hittar den i en låda. Mm. Längst in i, i förrådet helt enkelt. Så att den finns ju kvar, så den kan vi prova någon gång. Den skulle vi kunna ta öppnat idag. Men, vi kan köpa den sen. Ja, det kanske vi gör. Vi vet inte. Men det var en fantastisk provning. Jag hoppas att jag får en krypprovning igen. Vi ska inte bli för... Det är eh... väldigt högt tryck på de här provningarna. Så det är ju... Och få platser. Ja, absolut. Det så när det kommer ut en sån här provning platser. så är det första kvarn som gäller. Så det är ju bra att hålla lite utkik på sociala medier och hemsidan. Mm, absolut. Champansweden.se mm. Och... Eh... Det bästa är nästan att följa Instagram-kontot eh, Champagne Sweden. Eh, men kommande provningar. Eh, den här podden kommer ju komma ut nu på fredag. Och vad har vi för datum på fredag? Vi har den 19... 18. 18 eh, maj. Och den 31 maj så kör jag någonting som heter Rosé Battle på Mr. French klockan 19.00. Där jag har en del platser kvar. Och då kommer vi prova 12 olika rosé champagner halvlint. Mm. Deltagarna får gissa vilken som är vilken och sätta betyg. Och sen ska vi då kåra vilken som är den bästa rosé-champagnen. Mm, kul. Mm, det blir eh, skitkul om man får Sverige på den. Eh, men det är roliga provningar. Eh, jag kommer även lägga upp en eh, Dibolt Valois eh, Fleur de Passion vertikal. Imorgon hoppas jag har tid att lägga upp den. Där vi... Jag bokar en plats nu. Ja, det är bra. Det kommer bli från 97 och framåt. Mm. Eh, vi får väl se om jag hittar en 96 innan provningen. Men... Det är väl inte helt omöjligt. Vad ska vi rekommendera mer då? Att man ska gå in i webbshoppen. Mm. Stödja podden. Eftersom att vi har en osponsrad så får ni gå in och sponsra genom att köpa en shaker kanske. I webbshoppen just nu så har vi shakers. Eh, smart shake. Mm. Sen har vi tavlor. Och några tirsdagar kvar. Så att det får man göra. Champansweden.se mm. Och eh, ni får även gå in och eh, kika in min Youtube-kanal. Champagne Jag har varit jättedålig på att uppdatera den. Och eh, om ni går in och kikar på något klipp där så lägg en kommentar. Så eh, lovar jag att jag kommer lägga upp flera klipp. För att jag har eh, klipp inspelade. Det är bara att jag inte har fått tummen ur och eh, för att ladda upp dem. Mm. Det har varit lite annat att göra faktiskt. Men de kommer. De kommer. Så det var väl inte mer med det. Ska du vilja sätta ett betyg innan vi stänger av här? På Moët Rosén. Ja, jag... Eh, låt mig prova igen. Ska jag skriva ner mitt betyg så att jag inte fuskar? Jag ska skriva, jag ska skriva ja, du, nej, men jag, jag skriver ner mitt här innan och eh, håller för. Och den kostar 439 kronor så att det är det som du får utgå ifrån. Mm. Okej, okay, då får du sätta ett betyg. Alltså, jag tycker den är bra och god. Men eh, i förhållande till eh, jag vill den, just den här flaskan så... Nu jämför jag dem lite. Mm, det gör jag Och jag också. satte 89 på denna. Ja. ja. Jag skulle nog säga 75. 75, det var lågt. 
<laughs> Nej, vänta nu tänker jag fel. 89-85 menar jag. 85? Ja. Uh. Jag, jag har faktiskt också satt 85 av 100. Jag uh. tycker att den är god. Men jag skulle hellre lägga några kronor extra för att få en vövklikor. Men det hade jag också gjort, absolut. Eh, och runt 500 lappen så finns det väldigt många bra rosé-champagne. Mm. Men sen är det ju också vad man har för smak såklart. Ja, absolut. Hur många champagne har du provat i år? Ja, jag har varit lite dålig på att skriva ner på sistone. Men jag skulle gissa på att det är runt ja, men 250 i alla fall. Ja, jag ligger väl 30 före det ungefär. Så mm. runt 280. Mm. Så vi hoppas att efter champagne-dagen så... Är vi långt över 300? Mm. Vad är det bästa att prata om? Oj. Det är svårt, eller hur? Ja, verkligen. Om jag ska svara på den frågan också är jättesvårt. Men jag, vi... vi har pratat om det här i en tidigare podd. Ja, det känns som att man svarar olika varenda gång. För man kommer ju bara på nya flaskor hela tiden. Det har ju öppnats en hel del bra flaskor. Framförallt när vi har varit nere i Örebro så ja. har det varit en... Nej, men, ja, men precis... Ja, vi kopplar det till Örebro så skulle jag nog säga Balanchier är det från 79. Ja, och jag skulle säga samma sak faktiskt. Balanchier mm. är det eh, 79. Någonting som jag fick rysningar av förra helgen, det var ju Blonde Miljonär 95. Ja, ja den är ju eh, så bra. Också från, från Örebro. Så jag kan rekommendera Örebro som champagnestad. Mm. Eh, så Peter och Petra, tack så hemskt mycket. Otroligt ja, goda champagner och eh, vi ser fram emot vår resa ner till champagnesommar. Eh, men nu har folk faktiskt hört eh, ordentligt eh, för mycket på oss. Tack för oss. Tack för oss. Skål. Skål. I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.